Hey everyone, welcome back for the second time today to Long Island Iced Tea. Obviously, I said in the last episode, I could not wait for this week's um, two episodes. I wasn't sure if I was going to do one or two because I really missed you guys so much. But obviously, because I missed you so much, I had to do hashtag trouble, trouble. Oh my God, I can't speak. Let's try this one more time. Hashtag double drop mem day. Yay. Exciting. Get hype. So welcome back to our second episode of the day. If this is your first episode of the day, welcome. Basically, we did some um, some housekeeping in the first episode for the first 10 minutes. And we talked about Ben Platt. Um, today, we're talking about Pitch Perfect in this episode. Um, Pitch Perfect is, let me just prep by saying it's probably one of the greatest movies ever. It is so well casted it is so well uh filmed it is like uh like it is pitch perfect that's all i have to say about that but actually that's not all i have to say about that because i could talk for another seven years but i'll talk for another 20-ish minutes maybe 30 we'll see (laughs) so let's start off well i feel like the best way to do this is to just go throughout the whole movie and then my emotions will be running through each part of the movie um obviously as we go through um so what i want to just first say is that pitch perfect is available right now on freeform which what was that old thing called it was like abc family i think but abc family now freeform for a few years has pitch perfect if you just sign in with your tv provider um because everywhere else you had to pay for it and i saw it live tv and i was like oh my god i could definitely get this on my my roku oh also if anyone's wondering, I watch all of these shows on my little TV in my room that I'm bringing to my room that I'm living, I'm living in a house with 20 other girls next year. Shout out. You guys are the best. But my point is that I'm watching on a Roku stick. And if anyone has a TV that they want to watch, like they wanted to make it into a smart TV, basically, I really, really, really suggest the Roku stick. It's so much fun. It's also fun because the clicking noise is really satisfying. It's like a upbeat thing and like I know that's something small but I really enjoy it um it's also really great because I can listen to Spotify on there so like songs like I don't know just like any playlist I want to listen to if I want it to be loud in my room like the loud like the the volume of a tv then you can listen to whatever songs you want on there as well okay so that was just completely off track but highly suggest getting Roku if you need a little upgrade in your life it's like 30 bucks for the cheap one I have it it's great but let's move on to more pressing matters. Pitch perfect. Sorry in advance for my singing during this episode because when I watch this movie, I'm not sure if it's just me, but I truly, like, I'm not joking. I, like, grab thin air like a microphone and I start singing. And that may just be me, but I don't think it is because my whole house has, like, my whole family. And, like, when she starts singing, like... I say, like, oh, like, at the end, oh, my God, you guys know what I'm talking about. Okay, we'll get to it, but sorry, basically, my my little, like, preface is basically sorry in advance for my singing. I think I'm a professional singer. Unfortunately, I am not, but even more unfortunately for you, I truly believe I am a prof- professional singer. A professional singer that can't speak today, obviously, but so, yeah, that's just my, my little warning. So, let's dive right in. So, 
The movie starts off with the first Bella's performance about how that blonde girl um, was yakking. What's her name? I know it. Oh, Aubrey. But Aubrey was... Uh, Aubrey yakked the first performance because she was so nervous. Because that that um girl... Wasn't she like the Gerber baby? Or was, am I mixing that up with Glee? I'm 100% mixing up with Glee. Literally, I don't know what I'm talking about. But whatever. But that girl in the initial scene was like being rude to her. So Aubrey's like bugging out. Obviously, she's only like sophomore junior whatever I don't even know and so she acts and it was it didn't look like throw if we're being honest like not that I've like dissected it but like taking care of kids every summer like you know what you're you know what throw looks like so that wasn't 100% what I would have guessed real throw would look like but that's insignificant let's move on so she acts they like lose everything okay we're sad for them normal then we see Becca at college and so sweet. Jesse comes up. I love Jesse. Jesse comes up and he's like, nah, nah. like he's just like really playing air guitar for Becca and he doesn't even know her yet. And like, it's just, obviously this would never happen in real life because if it did, I would like, if someone was playing the air guitar for me, I'd like play back to them and they'd be like, you freak. And then like they'd leave and we'd never like get married and have millions of children like Becca and Jesse will eventually end up doing in pitch perfect seven but whatever but yeah so becca wasn't into the singing but i was like that's so funny because i would be the most into this but whatever so jesse's just like cute from the beginning becca we get an idea okay whatever and then (laughs) they go to the i think it's called the activities fair they go to the fair and we meet all these fun fun characters we meet benji who's ben platt who if you listen to the ben platt episode i'm a huge fan um, but he's so funny with the magic tricks, just like a little like nerdy kid, like love. Um, he's like, I'm going to reach, I'm going to like email him and we'll just like, what did he say? Also, all of the like comments in this movie, like you could watch this movie like as a silent film and it would still be really good. Like literally no music. This, this, this movie is about music and you could watch it as a silent film and it would be pretty good. But <laughs> the commentary that these people make is unreal he's like we could totally just like hang out at a mall and just like like benji's what he whatever he says to bumper is hilarious and also bumper was in a few episodes of modern family and he was obviously so much better in pitch perfect um but like all the characters here they were perfectly casted especially because some of them like britney snow and i don't know who else was famous before this movie but well, Anna Kendrick got famous from this movie, but all of these characters were really well done because I felt like they were all um, not famous, but they weren't not known, and they were, like, able to take on a role as big as this. I'm talking about this like it's, like, an Oscar-winning what Emmy Award, like, I don't even know, but, like, this was so great, this movie. I think it should be whatever award. Like, it shouldn't just be, like, a kid movie. Not kid, but, like, I'm sure the only award this ever won was, like, literally the Kids' Choice Awards, like, with David Dobrik. Like, that's all it won, which is, like, such a ripoff because, like, this movie's so great. But, okay. Moving on. We meet some other characters, some Benji, some Fat Amy. Fat Amy goes, why do you call yourself Fat Amy? So Twig Bitch is like, you don't do it behind my back? Like, that's so funny. Oh, my God. Whoever wrote the script for this movie is pure genius. Should I look it up? Yeah, let's look it up. Okay, so I did some research. And let me just say, this is so interesting so the screenwriter for pitch perfect is her name is Kay cannon and Kay cannon actually does the writing for 30 rock okay fine and drum roll please 
new girl guys this is why we love both of these things so much like if you're listening to this episode you're like you definitely watch new girl or you've or or you're about to start it or like but everyone i know likes new girl and like thank you Kay cannon for bringing such blessings into our lives you are a you you're amazing you were just i'd love to meet you one day i feel like that could happen maybe i should like message her and like get invite her on a zoom with my friends like, we'd once tried to get famous people and nobody answered us, which is, like, fine. I mean, I wasn't sad about it for a few days, but, I mean, maybe I was. But I feel like Kay Cannon is definitely an approachable person. She's 45. Like, I feel like my mom could, like, hang out with her. Oh, she also did Girl Boss. Did I watch that? I feel like I watched the first few episodes. I don't know. Oh, my God. Also, fun fact, she was married to Jason Sudeikis, who is the guy in We're the Millers, for a few years, which is quite interesting because these are both comedic geniuses. Whatever. Let's move on. So we see Fat Amy and Benji, okay? Then we meet the recording guy at like the the radio station. And as much as people are like, oh my god, he's so hot, like, no, Jesse is for me. This recording guy is not it. Then we'll move on to the auditions. So <laughs> the auditions were so funny and I love the compilation since you've been gone I feel like I could have been mixed in there for being honest because some of the singers were not so great and just based on the fact that I know all the words to that song I feel like I could have done a good job um if you guys want a se- uh, separate performance for me feel free to you know dm me on at lait podcast and I'm happy to uh, sing whatever song you'd like me to, although my mom once referred to me as a dying bird sound when I sing, so you may not want to do that, but, you know, up to you guys. So, next, oh, auditions. So, auditions were funny, since you've been gone, great, obs. Um, and then, Anna Kendra comes out with, okay, guys, let's chat about this cup song for a moment. This cup song nobody had heard of, and then suddenly we were all looking it up on Instagram, and it's these like two girls singing, and it's like their not original song, it's a legit song, but it's some like little thing. And to say that if you did not, to say you did not audition for the cup song, like with the cup song in your own home after watching this movie, is a lie. Anyone that watched this movie, I know for a fact, has done. Like, I know you did it. I know. I was there. Except I wasn't. But I was in my own house. And me, my sister, and even my brother have done it before. So I'm telling you right now, we all auditioned for the Bellas. And none of us got in. But Anna Kendrick did. And I think this was a really good uh, move for Anna Kendrick. She, I, I should refer to her as Becca. It's not Anna Kendrick. But I think that this is a good move for Becca. She was really expanding her horizons at uh, Barden University, which is, like, the most basic, but whatever, okay, I also think that her name shouldn't have been Becca, because the, the group she was in was called the Barden Bellas, it's a, it's like a tongue twister, maybe it's because, like, she was meant to be there, whatever, like, okay, her name just shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have, I don't think so, so next we're gonna go on to the Bellas practice, this is some parts, I'm just, like, skipping around a little bit, but this is when Fat Amy says a few lines that we, like, in my house at least, and I'm sure in yours, like, have used before. Or maybe not in my house, but, like, just me, like, don't put me down for cardio. Like, I've said that a bunch of times. 
I mean, it's not as funny as when Fatimi says it, but it's still somewhat funny because, like, everyone gets that image in their head. Um, and then also horizontal running. Like, I know I've used that before, and it's so funny, especially because, like, if you listen to Ben Platt episode, I was talking about how I'm breaking out. I'm not being healthy in the queue. Like, horizontal running has been used, and especially since I rewatched this movie the other night, like, horizontal running has, like, really been used. And it's just so funny. It's like a like a fun line, like a one-liner that just, like, raises your spirits. I, I live for those, the little comments, you know, like the, the commentary. Like, you know, um, that uh, meme from Schitt's Creek, which, by the way, is a great show if you haven't watched. Um, like, if you like New Girl vibes, you should have to get through, like, the first season of Schitt's Creek, and then it gets good. It gets good, like, season two gets bad, season four, and then picks back up again for, like, seasons five and six. Yeah, or so. But there's this one line in Schitt's Creek where, like, so basically they have to, like, leave their house, blah, blah, it's a whole thing. And one of the girls, like, the sister Alexis is like, um, I miss loose acquaintances who would laugh at my not funny jokes that I would make a hundred times a day. Like, things like that. Like, that's the sort of, uh, comedy I love. So the fact that the little commentary that Fat Amy was making. It it just made my day. And it makes my day every day. Love Fat Amy. Um, so next we're just going to go into the riff-off. The riff-off had so many bangers. Like, so many. And also, if you look, Benji is there during the riff-off. Oh, I didn't even talk about it. But when Benji's by himself in the room and he sings, Gotta keep your head up, up. Like, oh my god, my heart. Like, that hurt. I feel badly for him. But, um... What I was saying is that Benji was there during the riff off and was like trying to like be in on the action because obviously he couldn't be 100% there because he wasn't in a acapella group. But Benji was there and the riff off was great. They did some, some great songs, ladies of the 80s, you know, just like jams. Um, and so my favorite part of's was when. Um, the, okay, so, like, my favorite part should be when Becca, like, did her thing. She does, like, the rap and the, mm, I like the way you work it. No, like, that should be my favorite part. My favorite part is when Jesse is singing and he, like, points to Becca and she's like, mm. Like, oh, my God, love. Then two together is probably one of my favorite couples ever. Like, some of my other favorite couples, like, Jess and Nick, Obvs, um, who are some of my other faves? Well, I mean, if you guys want to get deep, we could talk about Dirty Dancing and about how um, Baby and Johnny are literally the most perfect people, but we're not going to get that deep. But um, Jesse and Becca are one of my favorite couples. Um, so, yeah, that's what... Oh, so my favorite part was that they... Well, like, when he's singing to her and it's cute, and he's like, a is like the bird. Like, so good. Like, he, he also is a great singer. And... Let me just say, I think Anna Kendrick is a really, really great singer, but I think that um, Jesse, whatever his name is, he was um, better than her, Skylar Aston. Um, he was better than her because he was just, like, stronger. I don't know. Anna Kendrick has, like, does she have any solo songs? I don't think so. So I just looked it up, guys. She does not have any solo songs, but it did remind me that she um, did the songs for Trolls. So Anna Kendrick has definitely made her money's worth off of this movie, like, 100%. It really... Oh, you know who else I'm remembering that was famous before the show? Um, Elizabeth Banks. She's in a bunch of other stuff, like, um, 
She's in Hunger Games. She's in a bunch of stuff, but she's Gail, one of the announcer ladies. So, like, not a huge thing, but whatever. But, yeah, so people were definitely... It was, like, a really good cast, and Anna Kendrick made her money. Like, she... she, This is where she got her fame, and it's, like, really working for her. (sighs) Okay, next we're going to go to when the semifinals happened, and I think they were the semifinals? I don't know. It was when Becca was, like... I saw, when they were doing like I saw the sun whatever and then Becca's like this time baby ah and she does the bulletproof and it sorry I just I'm telling you guys this movie makes me want to sing like I want to get singing lessons after this movie okay maybe not singing lessons but I want to be a part of an acapella group do you guys think that Binghamton has acapella groups because that would be oh my god we do have acapella groups I know we do oh my god but they're also talented I wouldn't make it in Nah, I'm not going to join an acapella group. <laughs> just kidding. But, sorry, I'm just, I need a quick sip. Is anybody else a really big fan of straws? Because I'm obsessed with them. And I, I have some, like, reusable ones, but I love the plastic ones so much more. I don't know, I'm just a huge straw person. If anyone else is a straw person, just reach out. If you guys have some good straw suggestions, like, some good reusable ones, let me know. Oh my god, you know what else stinks? paper straws I hate paper straws one time I got a paper straw and I started yelling rip off I'm not joking it was on a cruise though so nobody really cared because I still had them for the rest of the week but whatever um next we're gonna talk about how oh so we're at the semi-finals things whatever we're back to that part sorry I got sidetracked when I start singing you know all hell breaks loose so so basically, Jesse was being so sweet to her after, even when she got, like, arrested because those guys, like, the old guys with the old group were still there. Like, honestly, if your college friends are still there for you and doing weird acapella stuff, like, that's weird. But, like, I'm glad you guys are still hanging out. Like, good for you. <laughs> but Becca really annoyed me during these few scenes because I love Jesse so much. Like, I love him more than I think I love um, Becca. So basically, yeah, I was not a huge fan of Becca during these few scenes because she did not prove to me that she, like, she deserved a guy like Jesse. Like, Jesse was giving actually everything to her. And also, I, like, didn't notice this before. This is only, what, the, like, 400th time I've seen this movie. And Benji was, like, there at the semifinal whatevers and was being so sweet and was like, okay, guys, you're on next. Like, okay, this. Like, being so, so, so good. Like, He's just overall such a good, like, sweet, sweet, sweet guy. And, like, oh, Ben Platt, you're so cute. Okay. So after um, my obsession over Ben Platt comes the fact that Becca goes to jail because of these guys. Like, the fight, whatever. Like, it wasn't her fault, but whatever. She goes for the night. Um, Jesse, like, comes to pick her up. He, like, calls her dad like a normal person. And then she gets upset at him. This is not right. Because... He was just trying to do the right thing. Like, obviously, if someone's going to legit jail, you call their parents. Like, that's the normal person thing to do. Whatever. Then, next part, I just have to say, it is so, so sweet that the Bellas wait up for Becca when she gets back. It is so, 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 so nice. Because, like, obviously, they have their differences and whatever, and they have the issues, and she's, like, the outsider of the group, whatever. But, like, it's so sweet. And, like... I know, like, I'm lucky enough to have a group of girls at my college that, like, I know, like, I can go to them for anything. And they, like, if I went to jail, they'd wait up for me, hopefully. But, like, they, hopefully not, actually. But they, like, 
I like I feel this at school like where it's really nice to have a group of girls that like are just your homies you know so like shout out to my friends love you lots um but it was really sweet I thought it was nice that although Becca was the like oddball of the group and like was the one that disagreed and fought with um what's her name Aubrey and all these things like she was still like really she was still they they still love her you know like it's like a sister so um then they have this another like semifinal whatever and their bus breaks down and <laughs> Maddie me gets fit uh, gets hit by a flying burrito she says like oh my god so funny and they're all with the um what's it called what are their names I just blanked I literally can't speak today Oh, the trebles. So they're with the trebles and Fatty Me has Bumper's number and like their her relationship is hilarious as well, which I like literally don't even have time to get into right now. But their relationship is so funny and um Bumper and his like friend, Bumper and Donald. Is that what his name is Donald? The only reason I know his name because he goes like Bumper and like, you know that little scene at the beginning when they have that like um and they have that, like, party with all the Greek, uh, Greek, whoa, Abby, with all the acapella groups, <laughs> and they, like, and they have that party, and Benji's crying in his room, basically, well, at that party, he goes, Bumper and Donald, um, and that's the only reason why I know his name, but my point is that, um, Bumper and Fat Amy are so funny, and Bumper and Fat Amy, actually, end up being together in um Fat Amy meaning Rebel Wilson's movie Isn't It Romantic and that movie is so funny and I wonder who Fat Amy's dating right now because if it's Adam Devine I would not be surprised um because like they have been in so many movies together oh my god apparently Fat Amy's getting skinny oh wow that's so interesting recently on a TikTok video she shows off her uh slim down Rebel Wilson shows off her killer moves in a TikTok video. Wow, good for her. I mean, I'm not getting skinny in the queue, but whatever. But her and Bumper have been together in other movies as well. So obviously they're a perfect match. The same way I think that um Becca and Jesse are a perfect match. I think Bumper and Fat Amy are a perfect match. But you know, just some more of my opinion. Um, then we're going to move on to um, when they get, like, kicked out of the group because it's, like, he's not in college, the guy and the other group that beat them, whatever, and they get back in, whatever. But the point is that this is, a, like, the, um, uh, the, I forget what it's called, but it's, like, the period when it's, like, the, da- it's, like, the downfall, like, something bad happens, you know, and then it's, like, something exciting at the end, yay. The downfall is that they lost, obviously, but something good is that Becca finally watched Breakfast Club. Thank God. That is a perfect movie. Another perfect movie. And also the reason why I think I like this movie so much is because they find the importance of um, The Breakfast Club. And Jesse's like such a movie fanatic. Like, oh my God, guys. I understand why I like him so much. It's because he likes movies and I like movies. Oh my God, I get it now. I feel so good that I figured that out. Wow. Because I was like, why do I... Like, okay, sure, he's cute, whatever. Like, why do I... Like, I love him so much. It's because he's a movie guy. That's why. Ah, uh, it all makes sense now. Okay, so... Basically, um, she finally watches The Breakfast Club. She's, like, crying during it. I'm like, yeah, obviously, it's a very emotional movie. I bow my eyes out. B- 
basically every time I watch it. Um, because it's like when I, when I, when you're putting on the breakfast club, I feel like you're putting it on with purpose, you know, like you're in that sort of mood. You want to watch the breakfast club for this reason. Like you, you maybe get a little choked up. You feel a little bit what the characters are feeling. You can identify with one or multiple, like I identify with multiple of the characters, but that's for a different time. But my point is here that Pitch Perfect really does, um, appreciate the breakfast club. And I think that's important. Oh my God, I'm well around the breakfast club because I'm definitely not going to do an episode on it. I mean, def- not definitely not, but probably not because like new things are coming out. Like maybe next week we'll talk about Hollywood, but <sighs> the breakfast club, <laughs> there's an episode of Victorious called the breakfast bunch. If anyone's curious and bored in the queue, highly recommend. I believe still all of Victorious is on Netflix. So I highly suggest looking up the breakfast bunch episode of Victorious and watching it if you have seen the breakfast club it is so funny and it's also like 20 minutes long so it's like obviously not gonna take too much of your time up but i really suggest watching the breakfast bunch that is so funny um oh so back to pitch perfect obs that's what this episode is about um so once they are back in the competition amber and i think her name is aubrey like finally appreciate um oh her name is not aubrey why did I say Amber? Where did I get that from? Her, the blonde girl's name is Aubrey, and the and Brittany Snow's name is Chloe. That's who it is. Aubrey and Chloe. Where did I get Amber? Where did that come from? I don't know. But Aubrey and Chloe finally like agree to let Becca do some of the um leads, some of the um important decision making in the Barton Bellas and that's so exciting because like Becca loves all these mashups which by the way is it just me or do you want that mashup the five that I will what is it 500 miles yeah 500 miles that mashup oh my god I would give my right arm to hear Becca's mashup but whatever I I will continue to write with my right hand so because I guess it doesn't exist but if whoever um made up the beginning of that song is listening and has an end to it please hit me up at LIIT podcast. I will be forever grateful. So now Becca finally gives them the songs that she wants to sing. Some of them are like written by women, you know, because that was an important thing for the Bellas. I don't think all of them were that they were singing. Obviously not because it's Don't You Forget About Me. But um, the songs, the mashup was insane, unreal, like unprecedented uh collegiate acapella songs like unreal set and basically I cannot put into words how amazing that last performance is by the Barnabellas and of course the trebles have to go first and they do a great um I got the magic in me and bumper is not there which like sad miss you because I do like him but Ben Platt is there and it doesn't 100% reveal Ben Platt's full potential but it's a really good start um hence his beginning and hence his um Dear Evan Hansen and Politician and new album and all these things which we discussed in the Ben Platt episode but you can go into that after this or if you listen to it mazels good job um I'm sure you can agree with exactly what I'm saying that Ben Platt was stellar in his performance but also so was the boyfriend Jesse Skylar Aston then Okay, so their performance I covered, great. Um, the, tr- the trebles were great, and you're like, okay, how are you going to beat that? And then the Bellas come on. And I truly cannot even express 
what this performance meant to me or legit anyone watching. Like, you've watched this group, like, struggle with the throw-up, with the Becca, with the hiring, and then not, like, oh my god, there's been, like, so much going on. But, finally, they are champions and amazing and the best, and they do the best thing ever, and all I can say is go listen to it on Spotify, or better yet, watch it, or or just, like, YouTube it, like, watch the final, like, song, because it is so good, like, obviously a movie, like, gets better once you, like, learn to love the characters and stuff like that, and, like, it's, like, a build-up to the finale, but you can watch this, like, stand, like, standalone, and, like, it would be so good, um, and then, obviously, at the end, Rebecca's, like, don't you, like, singing, don't forget about me, like, don't you forget about, like, oh my god, so good, and Jesse does this, like, little, like, um, John Bender like arm stretch thing at the end of the movie and it's so cute and he goes over and 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 she goes over at the end and he's like the endings are the best part so cute and then obviously in accordance to the rest of the movie how it was legit perfect the ending is uh, like un unreal amazing they could have ended it there and you would have known they won like like it could have just been that but this movie takes it a step further and goes to next year's auditions, which you just like automatically know you like know what the deal is. They're like, okay, you're still there. You're still trying to recruit girls. Okay, normal. And they go, okay, winner from last year is going to pick. And you go, okay, like I know it's Martin Bell is like, like, what are we watching? Are we going to watch like the auditions, whatever. And then, oh my God, the Becca goes, Anna Kendrick. Okay, losers. Like, oh my God, that was legit perfect. And I could not have asked for a better ending because it obviously solidified the fact that they won, but also that Anna Kendrick is like sort of taking the reins on this one, you know, like just being her best self. So yes, basically Pitch Perfect is a perfect, amazing, best movie ever, top 20 Abby all time, Long Island Ice Tea rates as 10, uh, 100 out of 10, like such a great movie. Highly suggest for anybody, literally everyone that I've met has loved this movie. I feel like any age, anyone can appreciate it. Like everyone loves music. It's just like a good overall good time, you know? So yes, Pitch Perfect, Stellar Amazing the Best. And just a reminder, we are on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. Um, We will see you guys next week. We hope you guys had the most amazing Memorial Day. It was such a beautiful weekend out. I had a lot of fun. I threw a little party for my family, the five of us. It was so nice. Um, And yeah, we'll see you guys next week with maybe some Hollywood. We've had some suggestions, maybe something else. Drop me a DM at L-I-I-T podcast and let me know what you want to hear next. All right. Bye, guys.